I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. So uh, Joe is joining us now uh, here at 1 o'clock on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Uh, Joe, we just had uh, Jim Duquette, former general manager of the Mets, on with us now. Of course, you can see him all over SNY. Um, he, he feels pretty optimistic about DeGrom and this, uh, this Mets team going tonight. And if they do win, he feels pretty confident with Bassett uh, in, in game three. Do you have a play uh, in, in tonight's Mets game? Uh, you know, DeGrom's a big favorite. Uh, by the way, thanks for having me on, Anita. I know it's a super Saturday. So much action going on all over the place. But DeGrom is uh, $1.70, $1.75. I see a lot of places. The tallness game is very low, Anita, five and a half. And uh, we don't see them too often. We did see that five and a half uh, yesterday in game one with Cleveland and, uh, and the, the Guardians and Tampa, and it did go under. Um, so in this matchup here, um, I'm expecting a pitching duel. And uh, the total five and a half, I'm not going to lay the wood. I expect the Mets to win, but I'm not interested in laying that with that price. But the total of five and a half, um, I can see a very low scoring game here. If the Grom is the Grom, the Padres won't be scoring many runs. Yeah, but that's that's really the big question, right? Is 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 DeGrom DeGrom? <laughs> especially that is especially, a very especially that's a million dollar question. Yeah, I mean listen, six and O ERA, six six O O ERA in his last four starts. Um and it's not like he's been going up against like a gauntlet um, in regard to uh, uh, the lineups, Cubs, Pirates, A's, of course, the Braves, but nonetheless. All right, um, any, are, are you playing any futures bets when it comes to the Yankees or any other team? Well, I didn't pick the Yankees to go to the World Series. I know there's a lot of Yankee fans out there. I'm uh, expecting uh, the Yankees to advance to the second round and face the Astros, who um, I think are going to be in the World Series and have a very good chance of winning. Right now, the Dodgers are still a good value at plus 300 or more, Anita. And that's pretty surprising, considering the Dodgers have won 111 games and they're still at plus 3-1. to one. Uh, But the Astros are right behind them, and the Astros are almost 4-1. to one. And um, I expect those two teams to meet up in the World Series. Let's let's turn our attention to some college football. Utah and, and UCLA. Um, I'm on the Utah side here. You know, I, I just don't think they're getting a lot of respect considering they lost to Florida in that opening week. But a win against the 20th ranked UCLA is exactly what the doctor ordered. So I like Utah here. Are we on the same side? Well, Anita, this is one of the better games on the board today. It's at the Rose Bowl, and normally these West Coast games start later in the evening, but this game goes at 3.30, so it's an early start out on the West Coast. It'll be going at 12.30. UCLA is ranked number 19th in the country. They're 5-0, and and, um, right now they have been clicking on all cylinders. They've had a little bit extra time to prepare for the Utes, and they're going to need it because the Utes have dominated the series. Last year, Utah won by 20, 44-24. The year before that, 49-3, and in 2018, 
1841-10. But um, this Bruin team, you know, they've got a very good quarterback in Dorian Thompson, 11 touchdown passes, zero interceptions. I like the total in this game, Anita. This is one of the totals I posted on my Twitter handle, and uh, I'm going over the total, over 64 and a half. The uh, both of these teams can score, and uh, UCLA uh, is unbelievable. In their last five games, they've scored. 40 points, 45, 32, 45, and 45. If they can score that many points here, um, then this game is going to go way over. And I'm expecting a high-scoring affair here, and this game is going to go right down to the wire. I prefer to take a look at the total. I like over 64. Yeah, 64, 64 and a half in some places. If you could get it at 64, then kudos to you. Uh, Some other college football games, Joe, that you're on. Uh, BYU and Notre Dame, Notre Dame favored by four. The over-under is at 51. What's your play here? Yeah, this game's being played in Allegiant Stadium in Vegas, okay? It's not it's a neutral site, and it's a 7-30 game. Uh, BYU's coming off a win over Utah State. They weren't that impressive, 38-26. On the other hand, you have the Fighting Irish, and uh, this is the road game for them. They, in their last road game two weeks ago, they did blail against North Carolina, but North Carolina doesn't have a defense at all, and I think BYU has the edge of quarterback here with Jaron Hall. He's completed 70% of his passes, um, and um, I don't trust Notre Dame on the road with a redshed freshman. Um, um, I, I think that this game, this spot here, I like the uh, dog in this game here. I like BYU. I'm taking the four. Uh, taking the four and uh, possible upset with the money line as well. Ooh, okay. Um, another one you have your eye on is Florida State going up against NC State. NC State favored by three and a half. The over-under is at 50 and a half. What side are you on? Yeah, we take a look at this game in Raleigh. Uh, NC State's favored by three and a half in this game. The totals are 50 and a half, and uh, both of these teams are coming off of losses. Uh, Wolfpack lost to uh, lost to Clemson last week, 30 to 20. On the other hand, Seminoles suffered their first loss to Wake Forest, 31-21. Um, you know, the last three games when the, these two teams have met have been rather relatively low-scoring games, but um, NC State has been playing well against uh, against the Seminole team here. But I think Mike Norville has turned his Florida State team around they've all you know like i said they opened up 4-0 their only loss was last week to wake um and um i think florida state has a chance to pull off the upset i'm taking the three and a half and i'm also expecting a low scoring affair i think this total is too high nc state either has one of the top defenses in the entire country and fsu also has a very good defense second in the acc so my recommendation uh is to take fsu uh plus the four and uh maybe do a little same game parlay with the under 50 Ooh, okay. I, I don't like give that. them out too often. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. He has his own gambling shows uh, that air here on 98.7 ESPN. Before we start talking some NFL, why don't you let our folks know exactly when and where they can hear you, Joe? Thanks, Dean. I'm on Friday nights at midnight, uh, Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. and Sunday mornings at 6 a.m. to kick off the NFL. Uh, we're on, uh, you know, giving out all the NFL picks, even talking soccer. Tomorrow is a big soccer game as we approach the World Cup, which is only uh, a little bit over a month away. Liverpool Arsenal tomorrow. We'll be talking about that on the show. So we're looking forward to it. And, uh, of course, they can follow me on Twitter, Joe with Sports, where I give out a lot of free winners. Love it. Love it. All right. So let's turn our attention to what's going on in the NFL and, and let's start tomorrow morning, bright and early, 9.30 a.m. Giants fans, uh, get your mimosas ready. Uh, you've got a Giants team going up against uh, the Green Bay Packers and uh, they're getting seven and a half. They're getting seven and a half. Do you have a play in this Giants game tomorrow? 
Yeah, when you take a look at it here, the, it's so hard to figure out what the Giants are going to do with the quarterback situation. Daniel Jones, uh, you know, he's not going to be able to be mobile, so is he just going to throw the ball? Uh, they can give it to Barkley, but, you know, Green Bay is going to figure out a game plan to be able to shut down the Giants uh, uh, if, if Daniel Jones isn't going to be able to be able to be mobile. Um, on the other hand, uh, Green Bay hasn't been that impressive, Anita, this year. And if everyone goes, thinks of Green Bay, they think of Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams and that high-scoring offense. But this year, they're totally they're, most of their games have gone under the total, and the Giants have been relatively low-scoring games as well. And considering the Giants might be compromised with the position of Daniel Jones, the totals are 41. I might want to take a shot with the total in this game here. I don't think the Giants will score many points, but I think the Giants' defense will be able to contain Rodgers as well because Green Bay has gone under in uh, almost every game this year except for one. Um, maybe take a look at the total in this game under 41. Uh, it's hard to make a solid play on the game. I would like the Giants, but I just don't know – how well Daniel Jones is going to play. And even though they say it's a game-time decision and all that stuff, you're really not going to know until the game's actually started how well he's going to perform. But we do know that they both go under the total, so under 41 would be a safer wager for me. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on the under. Uh, I'm also uh, I'm on the. I'm going to share some prop bets in the next segment. I, th- I think there are a number of prop bets that you could win in this matchup against Green Bay based on how I believe the, uh, the, the game script is going to go. So st- definitely stay tuned for that. Uh, what, what I'm about- definitely going to listen. Those, pro- those prop bets are absolutely you, – you do a phenomenal job there. That's a full-time job. And, you know, prop bets is like a full-time job alone. Uh, so I always look forward to hearing your prop bets so I can make some extra oh, money. Thank you. I appreciate it. it you know, it's, it's, it is, it's, it's a lot of time and a lot of research. Um, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, but it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun stuff for me to do. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't find it to be too grueling because I, I enjoy it so much, but yeah. So I, I've got some based on, based on how I think the game script is going to go. Um, I've, I've got some, so I think some really great prop bets for folks to play tomorrow morning. Um, let's talk about the jets. They're home, of course, coming off a very, uh, impressive, maybe impressive isn't the right word, right? But um, a very um, surprising win against the Pittsburgh Steelers last week with Zach Wilson's debut. Now they're home, home dog, getting three and a half against the Miami Dolphins coming in with Teddy Bridgewater, also known as Teddy Covers, because he does cover the spread when he does start. Also, keep in mind, you've got both uh, Waddle and Tyreek Hill dealing with some injuries, whether it's groin, hamstring, ankle, whatever the case may be. Uh, your thoughts on this Jets game? Is, is there a play here? Also, the over-unders at 45. Yeah, absolutely. When we take a look at it here, the Jets' two wins have come on the road and, and two, tougher, the two of the tougher venues in the, in the country at the Dog Pound and uh, last week uh, in Pittsburgh. On the other hand, Miami, you know, we got Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not sure if he's so much of a, da- a drop from Tua. Um, you know, I know Tua's maybe a little bit more mobile, but, um, you know, when you look at it here, I, I like the Jets in this game here. I think that uh, Zach Wilson, if he plays as well as he did, especially on those two b- big drives that he had against Pittsburgh, um, uh, I think that uh, Miami basically they've had 10 days to prepare for this game here, but they're just 1-7 and seven against a spread in this series against the Jets. Jets have a good defense, and I give the Jets defense an edge over Miami. And as you mentioned with Waddle and Hill, if they're not 100%, that's a major factor here. And uh, I know that uh, MetLife Stadium is going to be pumped up. I know ESPN's having a big tailgate party uh, uh, before the game. So, uh, you know, we're going to be all in on the Jets here. I, I took the Jets a plus 3.5 in either, but I'm always shopping around for good numbers. Early in the week I found the 4 before the line 
line drop, but it's mostly solid threes at Bet Rivers. The line is three right now on the Jets. So, you know, pay attention to the spreads and all that stuff. But um, Jets plus the points and Jets in an upset. Ooh, look at you. Ooh la la. Are you good? I, I'm, I'm going to be out there, by the way, really excited about it. Jets tailgate tomorrow. Um, a number of us here from ESPN are going to be out there. I'm going to be out there um, excited, uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, taking selfies, all that good stuff. Are you going to be out there, Joe? Are you going to the game? I'm not sure. I'm, uh, it's a game time decision for me, but when I, if Ooh, I do make it out there, I will you. text you because I'd love to come. I'd love to come and see you, uh, you know, and see the whole crew at ESPN. Uh, last time I got to do that was back in the summertime when they had a big party down at, uh, down at uh, bar a down in Belmar. That was really fun to meet the crew. So I don't get a chance to see you talk to many of the people at ESPN, but, uh, it's a, it's a great, I love the, uh, camaraderie that everybody has. Everybody is very friendly and, uh, hopefully I can get out there and, uh, root on the jets with everybody and, uh, make some action uh, make some money with the jets hmm interesting game time decision for uh Uh, before i let you go before i let you go what is your favorite nfl play heading into this week What's, what's what's your best bet I like the Jets. That's my best bet. I do think i honestly feel strong about the jets here i think the jets are your best bet Yes, I'm taking them to win outright, and we can play this back next week right here on the air. I like the Jets. Um, if you ask me for another live dog, I like the Cowboys plus the five and a half to cover against the Rams. Um, you know, the Rams are just not playing well, and Dallas has one of the top defenses in the NFL. I think that's going to be a low-scoring affair. But, yes, I do like the Jets. I feel that they're in good position, and uh, I also feel strongly about that total with the Giants and Packers. So, yeah, uh, we try and deliver the best stuff right here on the air, but um, Jets plus four, uh, that's my number i know it's three now but um i'm expecting three and to a win half the game it's three and outright. a half it's three it's it's th- i'm, I'm seeing i'm seeing three and a half every money line if if you can if you're you're playing it on the money line yes <sighs> wow why are you so skeptical about the jets um <laughs> I just I I I just I think I think I think I think I think I just I think Zach Wilson is reckless. I think he's reckless, and and I think he was really fortunate that he went up against a Pittsburgh Steelers team without T.J. Watt. Um, that's that's what I think. So um, and and of course they made they made the switch to uh, to to Kenny Pickett, um, and Teddy Bridgewater covers. Man, he covers. Yeah, but most of the times when he covers it, I don't have the exact stats in front of me. I'm sure he probably wasn't a favorite on the road in the majority of those games. Um, but, you know, whatever the scenario was, um, you know, now he's being asked to cover three-and-a-half-point spread. And I think this is going to be a tight game here. Um, and if whoever does win, it'll be a close game. That's my feeling on it. So, you know, if Miami is, uh, does win the game, if it's uh, 24-21 and we're taking three-and-a-half, I like both sides. But normally I always take the, take the points. And I always do a backup bet because I feel the ROI is a very good value when you're getting, you know, good money on the money line as well. So that's normally what I do when I feel strong about a team that could win outright. And um, I really do feel strongly about the Jets in this game here at home. And um, I do think their defense will be the factor. And remember, Miami is just 1-7 and seven against the spread against the, uh, against the Jets. So it's a pretty good stat there as well. And um, I'm not sure who's the better quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater or Zach Wilson. We'll find out tomorrow, right? We sh- we sure will, Joe. We sure will. Joe will. Joe is brought to us by Bet Rivers <laughs> Online Sportsbook. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. It's a whole new game. Hope to see you tomorrow, Joe. Thank you so much. Thank you. You got it.
Um, Sal, John, Mitch, I hear you. I see you. You want to chime in on the Mets, also the Yankees. Uh, Jets fans, do you want to chime in? The conversation I just had with Joe is he's saying his best bet tomorrow in the entire slate of the NFL, his best bet tomorrow is the Jets on the money line to beat the Dolphins straight up. Wow, that's some confidence. That's for sure. Uh, we'll take your calls next. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Um, really quick, college football-wise, uh, I'm all over the Utes. I like them minus three. I, I, if, if, if you only find them at three and a half, it's okay. I won't hate you if you buy the hook. Um, I got them at minus three. Um, Washington State and USC, if that, ju- if that line jumps up to 14, 14 and a half, I'm, I'm on the Washington State side. Texas A&M and Alabama, probably the biggest game this week, uh, waiting to hear what's going on with Bryce Young. If he does play, roll tide. I'm going to take Alabama minus 224. Uh, but he, regardless if he plays or he does not, I do like the over at 51 and a half. So, um, so, so, so those are the, the, my, my three college plays. In, in regard to the Giants, here's how I see this game playing out. Uh, number one, you've got, you've, you've got Daniel Jones who's going to be playing with a, a bum ankle, right? It's going to be all taped up. He's going to wear like, like high top cleats. I don't see him rushing very much. I just I don't think that they're they're going to risk re-injury. So I like Daniel Jones under 28 and a half rushing yards tomorrow. Okay, under 28 and a half rushing yards tomorrow. You get that at minus 130. What does that mean? You're laying 130 dollars down to 100. Okay. Um, touchdown wise, I like Saquon Barkley anytime touchdown at plus 105. I do believe that he's going to be the straw that stirs this drink. I'm also going to play Matt Breida to score a touchdown at 9-1. to one. Why not? Throw $5 down on that, right? Get you a Starbucks coffee. Um, I think Matt Breida, because there's no Galladay, there's no Shepard, of course, as we know, there's no Tony, there's no Robinson. I, I, do, I can see them utilizing Matt Breida 
in, in the passing game. So wh- why not? I'm, I'm going to throw a little coin on that. 9-1 to one that Matt Breida scores a touchdown. Uh, Saquon Barkley over 70, 70, 77 and a half rushing yards. Why? Uh, in order for this Giants team to beat the Green Bay Packers tomorrow, they're going to have to run the ball. For whatever reason, Green Bay just they're just they're, there's very lack of physicality, especially tackling. And I think Saquon Barkley could have a field day against them in the rushing game. And um, and, and let's be honest, this offense begins and ends with Saquon Barkley. So I'm going to go Barkley over 77 and a half rushing yards. Um, also, I, I'm with Joe Wiz. I like the under in this game at 41 and a half. I, I don't think a lot of points are going to be scored. I see this. I do see the Green Bay Packers winning, but I see this as like a 2017 game or a 17-10 game. That's what I see here. Um, so, And I do believe the Giants keep it close. So I am going to play the Giants at plus 7.5. I do like getting that, getting them getting that half. I'm also going to use them as a two-team six-point teaser. So I'll tease them up to plus 13.5 in some places. Um, also, in the passing game, it's, it's, it's going to be, of course, uh, Richie James and, uh, and, and, and Sills. So... You could get Richie James over three and a half receptions, over 41 and a half receiving yards. Sills, you can get over two and a half receptions, over 27 and a half receiving yards. And also, I do believe Saquon Barkley is going to be a part of uh, the passing attack as well. Um, And you could get Saquon Barkley over four and a half receptions, over 20 and a half receiving yards. And last but not least, and this is probably my favorite play, the Green Bay Packers, they're horrible against the run. I think the Giants are going to be able to move the chains and move the ball, but they're excellent in the red zone. And I don't think the Giants are going to be able to score a lot of touchdowns. So I love Graham Gano over one and a half field goals at plus 111. I'm sorry, at plus 115 and over five and a half points at minus 110. It's probably probably one of my favorite, my best bets is Graham Gano, I think is going to get a lot of work tomorrow against the Green Bay Packers. Over one and a half field goals and over five and a half total points. That's how I'm playing the Giants game tomorrow morning. Want to remind you, join the New York uh, Jets, of course, at the Ultimate Jets tailgate located at Lot G before the Jets take on Miami tomorrow with all your favorite 98.7 ESPN hosts. I'm going to be out there. So uh, I know Dave Rothenberg. I'm just texting with him right now. I was asking if his wife is coming because I love his wife more than I love him. I was hoping to see her and his wonderful kids. Uh, We'll have tailgate games, prize giveaways, live music from Randy Zoo, the ultimate ESPN New York Jets tailgate brought to you by Guinness, Pepsi, and of course 98.7 ESPN. So make sure you come out. Uh, Let's go to your calls, 800-919-3776. Let's go to Sal in Dutchess. Sal, you're up. Welcome in. Good afternoon, Anita. Two quick questions for you. Uh, One, I want to ask about the Yankees, yourself, what what do you think the chances are? Because uh, right now, I mean, the odds are like 5-1 to one or something like that. And when they first opened up in the beginning of the year, they were 10-1. to one. Do, you, do you think they have a chance at all to be in it against uh, either the Dodgers or Atlanta? Yeah, I mean, Sal, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I absolutely believe that, that they're going to have a chance to be in it. Um. You know, I just do. I think that they do. I think that they get past Houston. Uh, that that's a different animal. You know, Houston has their number. Houston is constructed. Their team is constructed specifically to beat the Yankees, and that's going to be tough. Uh, let's go to Chris in West Orange. Chris, I know you want to get a Jets question in. What you got? 
Yeah, yeah, sure. So it wasn't more just a, a question. I know you're just – I wanted to talk about the um, the guy before who does the bets. He was saying that, like, the Jets is like a lock to pretty much uh, win tomorrow, and I 1,000% agree. I think as coming as a Carolina Panther fan, um, I lived the season with Teddy Bridgewater. He's a very, very he's, – he's accurate, but he's, he's very limited quarterback. And so, like, Salah's going to be – should be licking his chops coming into this Sunday facing Teddy Bridgewater. So I think, like, it's not more of just – you know, uh, the uh, Miami Dolphins are not as good of a team as the Jets. It's more of just the quarterbacks who's playing. It's just a very favorable matchup for the Jets. So I would just say that's a definitely huge lock tomorrow. I totally agree with the Jets winning tomorrow. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's go to Buddha in the Bronx. Buddha, you're you're feeling you're feeling that tomorrow's a lock as well. Listen, I learned my lesson with Joe Wiz when he called that Leon Edwards knockout of Kamara Usman. So, you know, I'm going to piggyback on that last caller. Uh, listen, I don't think that Teddy Bridgewater is bad, as bad as the guy, the last guy said. But I'll say this much. You know, and, and I agree with you. You know, we've spoken a thousand times. Like, Zach Wilson, I still need to be – I need to see a lot more for me to get totally sold. But what I'll say is, for the path to victory for the Jets, I don't know if it's going to – it has to be, like, Zach Wilson dependent. And let me tell you why I say that. You know, you remember years ago when um, Dick Vermeer was the coach in Kansas City? Remember Priest Holmes got hurt? And then they had Larry Johnson as the backup running back. Mm-hmm. And then he came on. He was like, look, it's time to take the diapers off. You remember wow, that? You're, you're, that? You're, date, you're dating yourself there, Buddha. But, yes, I do remember. I'm old. I'm an old man. But listen, mm-hmm. anyway. <laughs> I, I hear you. <laughs> listen, I feel the same way that about Robert Sala. Listen. It's time to take those loves, leak freeze off, brother. You got to win a game that matters when it matters. You're a defensive guru, quote, unquote. I mean, you have better talent at San Francisco. But the Jets' defense looks like it's coming along. But the path to beating Miami, I don't think it has to do with the quarterback throwing the ball 30 or 40 times. You got to use these two running backs. This is a home game. That crowd is going to be nuts. You guys are going to be out there. Y'all going to feel that. That crowd is going to be nuts. They got all the momentum in the world. If they, This is the biggest game the Jets have had in a long time. When you look at the schedule and you look at the way some of these teams look now in this league, like Tom Brady said, that's all mediocre, the Jets win this game. This can not only change the trajectory of your season, but it can change the way people feel about Salah and his receipts and all of that other nonsense. So go out there, get the damn thing done, and win this game. Come on, baby. I, I hear you, Buddha. Um, uh, coming up, we've got Cynthia Freeland, who's going to be joining us from the NFL Network. We'll get her take. Uh, how confident is she in the Jets beating Miami tomorrow? Also, her take of the Giants across the pond taking on the Green Bay Packers. John, Mitch, Ira, hang tight. We'll get to your calls as well. Anita Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon here on 90.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Cynthia, how you doing? Good afternoon, good morning, where you are, good afternoon, where I am. How you doing? And good evening to the people in London. So we've got all the time zones all accounted for now. We do. We have them all, you're right, we have them all accounted for. Let's start right there in regard to uh, the Giants. You know, early on in the week, uh, we were being told, at least uh, inside the walls of the Giants facility, um, that Davis Webb was going to get the start. He was practicing with the first team. Uh, The team was not optimistic in regard to uh, Daniel Jones and his ankle injury. But on Thursday into Friday, and of course, uh, you know, everything we're hearing uh, practice, of course, in London, is that Daniel has looked great So uh, we're anticipating Daniel Jones to start. Will he make it through four quarters? Hopefully he does. Uh, But this is a Giants team. They're favored by seven and a half. The over-under is at 40, 41, something like that. Uh, What's your game script here? How do you see this game playing out? Well, I think we all know, and the the Packers also know, that it's going to be a lot of safe one, Barkley. With Daniel Jones there, it is a much better situation for everyone in terms of being able to kind of get that to work. We saw how that's been continuing to work kind of the whole time, I think Brian Dable has coached up some really great schemes. And the thing that he's doing really well is starting off in a space where, you know, everyone can succeed. So it's going to be up to what happens with this Packers defense that we've seen, you know, varying accounts of who they are. And if they're able to contain the run or not, is going to dictate a lot of how this game starts. But I, I'm a little bit fearful on the other side of the ball because I'm looking at where the weakness for this Giants defense lies and where the strength of the the Packers lies, and it's rushing between the tackles. The Giants actually give up 5.7 yards per attempt on rushes between the tackles, which is dead last in the NFL, and that's an area we've seen Aaron Jones and and, um, A.J. Dillon both succeed. So this is a – I like the underplay here is basically what I'm saying. Lots of runs. You like the underplay. I'm with you. I'm in agreement there. Um, we, we've had quite a few people who called into the show and feeling very extremely confident with a Jets win over the Miami Dolphins. Uh, they're getting three and a half. The Dolphins are favored uh, by three and a half. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, also known, a.k.a. as Teddy Covers, because he typically does cover. I think people underestimate Teddy Bridgewater because he's not a gunslinger. He's a game manager. But, um, but, but your, your thoughts on this Jets-Dolphins matchup? You know, I've heard Teddy Two Gloves. I've heard 
a lot of other nicknames for people. I've never heard of Teddy Covers, so that caught me. Good job. That was funny. Um, you know, I think this is an interesting matchup, and I think that the Jets are really in a good spot to, to surprise some people here. I don't necessarily think, like, look, I've looked at the injury report. This is one that I'm very confused on because Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle have both appeared on it. So from, like, a non-emotional standpoint, it feels like a game to stay away from, at least until we have more clarity on who's actually playing. So unless you're, you're, you know something, I don't know. But, like, you know, I, I look at that and it seems a little bit dicey. I do think, though, that this is a fun one. I think that a lot of, like, I think there – I saw a number. I don't exactly remember. I think it was three-and-a-half or two-and-a-half receptions for – uh, for Brees Hall, and I think that that's going to be something that no matter who's playing on the other side, short passes to Brees Hall is the blueprint in this one. You saw how Buffalo tried to do that. They had 17 targets to their running back when Buffalo played this defense, so I think smart smart situation there would be to kind of focus on individual performers in this one as opposed to kind of mapping out the whole thing, at least on a Saturday. Uh, there, there's two games where I like the over this week, and that's Seattle and the Saints um, over 45, and also Detroit and the Patriots over 45 and a half. Um, you know, uh, Bailey Zappi, am I pronouncing that properly? Third string quarterback you are. For, the, for, the, for the Patriots actually looked quite good last week coming in. And, and we know how explosive this Detroit, your Detroit Lions team can be. Um, do, do you like both those overs? <laughs> I think I, – what was the first one he said? I got distracted by liking Detroit, but I do like the Detroit yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Detroit and the Patriots over 45-and-a-half and, a half and, um, okay, and like Seattle and the Saints over 45. <sighs> that one, I don't know. That one's a really weird game to me because, yes, of course, we saw Geno Smith light up the secondary of the Lions, but that's not hard to do. Part of the reason why the Lions are the number one offense in the league is because they cannot play. They, they're just not playing defense. Like, they're like, you know what? We'll give up 45 points because we can score 42. That's how the Lions have been playing. So I don't know if I think that's as sustainable against the Saints defense. I do, I do think that it's going to be, I mean, 45 seems, that's like a stay away for me because I, I just don't know. Because I think, unfortunately, you know, you've seen Pete Carroll, and I think he's going to try to run. Um. So, so two more games I want to tee up for you, and 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 I'm 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 perplexed by the spread, and that is the Cleveland Browns at home getting two against the Chargers, and also the Dallas Cowboys on the road getting five and a half, going up against the Rams. I I just I, I love the dogs in both these games. Are, are you yep. are you surprised with the spread, and are you on the same side I am? With the spread, yes. I think that these are, the Rams game is a really interesting one to me because the, like, look, like, there's, the, both O-lines are so dicey for both teams that I don't understand what I'm looking at necessarily, meaning from the standpoint of, like, you know, like, is it going to be six points or is it going to be a field goal? So that's that's where I get, like, some nuance there about who wins the game. I think that they're close games because they have even problems, if that makes sense, like evenly matched O-line problems. So that one, that one's interesting. I, I don't, I do, I'm with you on that one. I think it, it's a very strange total line. I think it's a close game. Um, and then the, and then I think like, oh gosh, looking at the first one you brought up, what you did Rams. And then what was the first one? 
so Cleveland at home getting two against the Chargers and then Dallas on the road getting five and a half against the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Cleveland one's interesting because <laughs> like where, what's going on with the charts? Like we know Keenan Allen isn't playing. We've gotten, you know, who's playing. I don't know. I think this one has to do with the injury report being muddled. That's probably why the line set up like that. It'll be interesting to see where it closes come game time. But also the reason why I don't quite understand because I, I look at that injury report and I get I get a little confused. So my best bet heading into tomorrow is the Philadelphia Eagles minus three at the half against the Cardinals. The Cardinals have taken uh, <laughs> like they are they're just they're horrific in the first half. I, I think they're trying to figure out what they're doing offensively, and then they they realize oh what we're doing offensively in the first half is it working? Okay, uh, Kyler Murray try to win this game for us, and then sure enough, uh, you know that's when they that's when they finally wake up. So uh, that's my best bet. What is your best bet heading into um, heading heading into tomorrow? What's your best bet? Well, I love that one. That one's great. But I also think, especially for considering where the odds are, when we did um, game day view yesterday, it was plus two twenty on FanDuel that you can get a Zach Ertz touchdown in that same game. And I love a good revenge touchdown. I also think that's the only way you're you're going to have Kyler Murray beat the pressure without blitzing that the Eagles are able to break. Uh, as always, Cynthia, Cynthia Freeland joining us here. Uh, of course, you see her all over the NFL Network, and you will all day tomorrow as well. We always like to end talking some fantasy, you getting us ready for week five of the fantasy football season. And as always, we like to start with quarterbacks. What are some of the quarterbacks that you're eyeing uh, that aren't as obvious that you think are going to have a stellar week five heading into tomorrow? I think it should be obvious by now because this is the number one offense, but Jared Goff is in a great spot. Who would ever thought you'd take Jared Goff against Bill Belichick in anything? Like, not me. So, but I, I think that that's one of my favorite fans. Like, for DFS, that's my favorite play for the day, especially for the return on investment on that, the projected return on investment. So, I love me some Jared Goff. Okay. Um, that's fair. I, I, I'm, I'm on Geno <laughs> Smith, by the way. I, I like Geno Smith a lot um, against New Orleans. I also like Jacoby Brissett. Um, as well against the Chargers. Uh, and believe it or not, Carson Wentz going up against Tennessee. Um, and Carson Wentz has just been absolutely horrific because of that offensive line, but nonetheless. Uh, running backs that, that you are, mm. you, that you're anticipating, you're excited about heading into tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I try to stay away from the ones who are like the injury replacement ones because, I mean, you kind of, you know that, especially in daily. So I'm, I'm trying to think about like where I would pay up for and I actually, I, I think that you're really going to get, like, I think that the, both the, you know, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, maybe you could get A.J. Dillon a little bit more favorably priced, but I think both of them good, have a good, like a very good projection going forward. And then, you know, obviously whatever goes on in Detroit, like, you know, whenever there's a result, Jamal Williams is in a good spot as well. And obviously, and I hate to say it because whatever, but like even in DFS, you could look at like the Ramondre Stevenson situation as well for super under, underpriced that you can get a good return on because like I told you the the Lions they don't like to play defense they just want to play offense um yeah there's two sides of the ball maybe you know maybe Dan can explain that to them um I also I also I like Jeff for one you know (laughs) I also like Jeff Wilson this week going up against Carolina um I'm I'm trying I'm I'm looking at my list here. I like Stevenson uh, scoring a touchdown against Detroit as well. Uh, I love James Robinson going up against Houston. 
Houston is giving up a ton of of, of uh, rushing yards to opposing running backs. I think he I, I think he gets back into some good action uh, on Sunday. Um, wide receivers. Okay, so when I'm looking at my wideouts, I guess basically, hmm, I'm like trying to see who my favorite one is because I feel like a lot of these are pretty normal, pretty normal picks. It's kind of boring. Let's see. Well, let me <laughs> let me let me ask let me ask radar. you because I I want to ask you this about you know a few weeks ago you mentioned Shakir. So mm-hmm. I'm 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 really curious, you know, with McKenzie potentially being out for the Buffalo Bills and the fact that more than likely that's going to be a complete blowout against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Do you think this is a game where we see Khalil Shakir come in and play and play some slot? Can he be a sneaky good play, especially in fantasy in DFS? Yeah, I I think that's a like I definitely think that's a smart one for sure. You know, there's there's a lot of yes. I mean, I, I, I like in that game, though, like, I think, like, the Devin Singletary late in the game, like, that he's emerged as, like, their number one. That seems to me like the, that's, like, maybe the safer pick. So the pivot could be to that. So, and I, and I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that one. I'm also, you know who's coming up in my stuff? Very interesting one. Maybe going back a bit to the, the Curtis Samuel well, um, which is against Tennessee. So you want to, you know, Terry McLaurin's obviously a great pick, but, like, Tennessee secondary has been very vulnerable. So there's that. So I think that's an interesting one. Um, also kind of into, I mean, whoever's playing Josh Palmer against, you know, against Cleveland could be an interesting one too, but he's a game time decision right now. I'm just trying to look at the lower price guys for you. And, you know, that's, and you know what, you know, who's popping up? Jets fans will love this. Eli Moore. I love that one. Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore. Yep. Why? So I think that the secondary for the Dolphins is going to be pretty tangled up trying to contain kind of, you know, you got your Corey Davis, you got your Garrett Wilson. So that could be the potential great situation. Where's the breakout game for Elijah Moore? This guy's just as good, you know, this is, this, and he's only 50. So I'm looking at FanDuel, it's at 5,300. So I like the return there. Okay. And last but not least, tight ends. Who are you looking at? Ooh, the tight end position is always kind of my favorite one to, look at i mean tj hawkinson is my number one with all the people who are out in detroit if he's somehow still available for you that's a nice pick there uh tyler conklin comes up for me too going back to that jets well and then i'm curious to see like you know (laughs) do we have is when's this herb smith jr thing gonna make gonna happen we keep talking about minnesota is this the week it could potentially be they're playing chicago that's a nice matchup for there but I also have a decent Austin Hooper projection too against Washington. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I've I've got Irv Smith on my bench. I'm waiting for the breakout game, and then who knows from there. When so, is it? Yeah, it's it's got to come. It's got hopefully hopefully it's this week. Hopefully it's this week. She is Cynthia Freeland, of course, always joining us each and every Saturday afternoon, which is always a treat and always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. Um, have a fantastic week five. Thank you. You too. You got it. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. We come back, we'll take your calls here on 98.7 ESPN.